If you've been following the Wholeness at Work podcast for a while, you probably have asked yourself this question. What is wholeness? I should have answered that at the beginning. So stay tuned and unpack this The only way that I can describe what wholeness is, is by first starting out to talk about what it's not. I often start many of my coaching and training conversations with this compelling line, you are not broken. And as I say that to people in the room and even to you listening, there's almost a discernible resistance to that statement. Why? Because In society, we've grown up with this feeling that a feeling of brokenness is actually normal. So to feel broken means that there's something missing, that there's something not right with us, that there's, we are less than perfect, essentially. And I believe that my whole life, and we've all had imperfect childhoods and is sort of competition to figure out who's experienced the most trauma. That's not at all the point of trying to unpack what brokenness feels like. It just, it is a feeling of disconnection. At some point in our lives, we begin to create a false sense of self because we have to become what people need us to be so that we can survive. But then we begin to think that the false self That disconnected self is really who we are. And that's where the lie of brokenness can creep in. And yes, I say the lie of brokenness because even though for most of my life, I believed that that was the absolute truth about me, that Cheryl was broken. She didn't have a good beginning. She got a bad deck of cards in life. And this was just my portion. I was always going to be a broken person. And then that changed because I started getting new information. I started getting help from a guide who could help me see life from a different perspective. She could help me see that what I was believing might not actually be true. And I think that's the place to start. And maybe that's why it's taken me a few episodes to really discuss the depth of what wholeness is. Because it's such a foreign concept um, to really begin to embrace. And it's a wonderful concept. It's a freeing concept. It's really what has saved my life. Because when I started to believe that perhaps something could be different, perhaps something was not what I was believing it to be, that I was broken and I was stuck that way. When I started to believe that maybe I could reclaim the power in my life, it was scary at first because for a long time, I believed that what was done to me by other people defined me. And maybe that's what you are feeling today or it could be at the root of what you're feeling. Often our behavior and our emotional state is just a symptom of something deeper. And yes, my work involves going deep below the surface. I start a training session and people think it's going to be just the normal kind of mental constructs that they already know. But then we start getting deeper into the heart and I start making people feel uncomfortable 
not just not because I want to, just because it's difficult to dig deeper and to filter through those survival mechanisms, those uh, mindsets that have kept us where we are right now, and to begin to think, what if something could be different? What if I didn't have to be feeling like I'm stuck in this job, in this relationship, in this life? What if I actually had some power? And that's the fundamental beauty uh, of wholeness, I think, is that we actually don't realize how much power we have. Maybe it was taken away from us as children, and so we believed that we didn't have any power, and that belief that we didn't have power made us subject to external factors, political realities, society realities, relationship choices. We felt that this was the only way possible. So to be given an off-ramp from the highway of brokenness is actually awesome. Uh, we don't know whether we can trust that at first because this is all we've ever known. So it feels scary to let go of the lie that we are our past. And what really helped me to free myself from that is actually writing my book. Last year, the last kind of um, waves of COVID and after I experienced COVID, I realized I have to finish my book because I can't keep going through another year with this book that I know I was meant to write was still inside of me. So I finally got it out. But in the process of getting it out, I really had to face the extent of my broken story. And I think sometimes that's the big issue. We are so afraid of facing or owning up to admitting, yes, this was my story. This is what my family was like. This is what I experienced. This is how I failed in trying to actually be successful at life. And I think that's the deepest pain that we can experience is that I'm not good enough. I don't feel good enough because look at my life, it was a mess. But you know, in writing that story, my story, I realized that I'd been too harsh on myself. There were definitely moments in my 20s when I was brave. I didn't feel brave at the time, but I was brave. To be able to leave an abusive relationship the first time that he hit me and making that the last time because I decided it was going to be the last time. I didn't know that I'll be stuck in survival forever. Uh, well, not forever, for my 20s. <laughs> but... When I look back now, I'm so proud of my 22-year-old self to say, well done, Cheryl. You left. You walked away. There were so many reasons to stay and so many statistics of how difficult it is to leave a relationship like that when you've been conditioned and coded into, into codependency. And codependency is a topic for another podcast, but we don't give ourselves enough credit for the ways that we tried to fight in our past. And me writing that book was liberating because I finally couldn't hide. <laughs> we get so used to our shadows. We get so used to hiding away and wearing our masks. And we think that it's convincing that people see the false self and believe it. But you know people that are hiding and you can see, you know, beyond the mask. So... Our masks are actually not helpful at all because 
it's just creating a false sense of security that people don't see who we really are. And it's so freeing to begin to look at ourselves holistically and to take back that power of our story. And that means saying, I need to redefine who I am. And that can be scary because it's an identity shift that often comes from an identity crisis. But we have to start thinking about who does my spirit know that I am? And yes, I mentioned spirit and there is a divine dimension into wholeness. I don't think that we can really be whole spirit, soul and body without embracing the higher power, the creator, uh, our God concept, because we come from somewhere (laughs) and we'll be going somewhere. And in between time of that is how we get to reflect our belief in something bigger than ourselves. And that really has been what has helped me to reconnect my head and my heart, to keep on discovering the real true Cheryl on the inside. Sometimes we've been so loyal to the false self that we don't know how to give it up. And it almost feels like a sense of betrayal when we want to let the real self out. And after a while, when you start practicing and you start actually doing things that are fun and exciting and freeing, like finding the work that makes you come alive and doing scary things like writing a book and doing a TEDx talk and even doing a podcast like this, putting yourself out there, not knowing who is listening. Are you listening? Are you out there? (laughs) But just trusting that the purpose that you have is actually not just for yourself, but for others as well. By me owning my story, by me embracing wholeness, by me sharing that, it's enables me to share my courage with others. And uh, this morning as I was having my reflective time, I realized that love is a vehicle of hope. And that's really what I I try to do with my podcasts and my training and my coaching and my speaking is to, to dare people to start loving themselves. And by giving them the permission to see the fullness of themselves, the, to own the broken parts so that it can be put back together again. And not just from like a Humpty Dumpty, you know, put it together with glue and it all kind of looks okay. No, I'm talking about a, a reformation that comes from the inside out. You are reforming your thoughts. You are reforming your beliefs about yourself. You are reclaiming who you are. All of these things happen over time. It's a process day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. It's a continual growth process. But you become more of who you know you're meant to be. And that is actually very intoxicating. Um, I've had to almost catch myself some days when I, I feel happy. I think we get so used to not being happy or to keep looking at the negative things. But to allow myself to enjoy my beautiful daughter, who was just a dream for many years. And I tell her all the time that she's a dream come true for me. And she really is. To enjoy parenthood, to enjoy the work that I get to do, to just enjoy living. You know, can we give ourselves permission to enjoy living? I think 
we don't give ourselves enough time to just appreciate and celebrate that. So wholeness is really a sense of an entirely new state of being. It's living from the inside out. It's learning how to love yourself. It's learning how to listen to yourself. It's learning how to know yourself. It's learning how to connect to your creator and to get love from a un, un, untapped source, an unlimited source, so that you can then give love to the people around you, so that you can bring meaning to your work, so that you can give purpose to your money. And so that is also a very essential part of wholeness. It's the interconnection of these key areas of our lives, relationships, career, and finances. It took me my entire life so far to realize that you can't separate that. As much as you can't separate who you are at home and who you are at your job, because you are one and the same person, you can't separate the impact of the quality of your relationships personally to the quality of your relationships professionally. If you're struggling on how to relate to people, it probably started in your family of origin and it will probably only be able to be resolved as you get healthier in those areas and you can bring, bring that health and wholeness to the workplace. If you don't know what's causing your money behavior because you haven't interrogated your money beliefs, which are formed by age seven, by the way, according to research, then you'll keep getting stuck in cycles of negative financial behavior, feeling like a failure, and that continues a downward spiral of feeling out of control. Once I started taking control of my money, getting out of debt, I saw the impact it had on my career. I could actually leave a job that was toxic and was creating panic attacks and was just quite horrible, frankly, <laughs> because I didn't have any debt. And I could make that choice. And if I didn't do that, if I was still in debt, I might still have been there and it might have had a more detrimental effect on my mental health and my health as a whole. So wholeness is something that we can't escape in the sense of we are either allowing ourselves to live in the lie of brokenness, disconnection, and expecting an external source to come and fix that, which it will never do. Or we are embracing wholeness to say, I want to be reconnected. I want to reconnect my head and my heart so it works in harmony and counteracts the cacophony of brokenness in my life. I want to bring inner peace and joy into my life. And that does require a spiritual component to that. Research has shown that those who have active spiritual lives are more fulfilled generally. So, I really want to invite you to keep being curious about wholeness. Thank you for listening to this podcast if you are already uh, a regular listener. And please share with me via our social media channels aspects that you would like us to cover in this podcast and future content that we create. Because I really believe that it is an act of rebellion to live as a whole person in a broken world. I will repeat that. It is an act of rebellion to live as a whole person in a broken world. My mission, my purpose, is to ignite a global wholeness revolution. Why? 
because I think that too many people think that they're broken and they're really not. And once you start realizing, wait a second, I'm actually whole. I'm actually powerful. Wow. I didn't know that about myself. I've seen this transformation happen with so many people that I'm coaching. They, it's almost like the light comes on and they realize that they have power and they have the ability to be able to change the situation by themselves, not waiting for somebody else to do it. And the things that they kind of were not being able to do are the physical transformation or um, being able to complete a qualification or say yes to a new relationship. Those things shift. Why? Because their perspective shifted. They realized, but I'm not disconnected. I'm actually whole. I'm actually powerful. I'm actually strong. You feel different when you actually embrace wholeness as a gift. Because only whole people can fix a broken world. We can't keep looking at governments and um, the nebulous other to fix things that are broken societally. We are, have to be the ones that reconnect to ourselves, to our purpose, to our meaning, to our connection, and then go about changing and impacting a broken world. You might be listening to this today and saying, Cheryl, it's all good and well for you, but I've honestly given up hope. You don't know my situation and you don't know what I've been through. And right now it just seems impossible. It's too much. You don't know what I'm facing. And I want to say, I don't know what you're facing. Only your heart knows your own pain. But I do want to say, that if you dare to hold on for just one more day and the next day and to keep seeing yourself the way that your creator, your higher power sees you, you were made in love for love. You were made to be loved. And maybe the people around you have failed at that because they also forgotten how to be loved, how to let themselves be loved by love itself. But I'm saying to you today, there is hope for your situation. Your story is not over. Don't let it be over when it's just one chapter and there's a next page. I'm not asking you to jump into the next chapter full of optimism when you're feeling really low right now. All I'm asking you to do is just hold on for the next word, the next paragraph, the next page. One day at a time, Reach out to me if you really are struggling and know that if I can make it through a road of brokenness to get to wholeness, then so can you. I hope this has encouraged you today and helped you to understand a bit more about why I'm passionate about wholeness at work. And I would love for you to stay tuned, stay connected and reach out if you'd like for me to come through to your team and share the concepts of wholeness at work to help find people to connect to their purpose. And that's how you kick into intrinsic motivation. That's how you get people to be powerful and strong in every area of their lives. Have a great day. Stay strong. <laughs>